Welcome to the DC Today, your daily market synopsis of the Dividend Cafe, brought to you every Monday through Thursday to bring you up-to-date information and perspective on financial markets. Well, hello and welcome to a special edition of the DC Today. It's special because it's the Monday edition. It's special because I'm recording from Minneapolis, Minnesota, where I'll be in our Minnesota office the next couple of days for client meetings and a client dinner event and all those fun things. And um, because it was an eventful weekend in getting to the end of this uh, banking system drama. So a special DC today for a few reasons. I'll go kind of quickly. First of all, just in terms of the market today, we did close down 46 points in the Dow. The futures were dead flat from when they opened last night all through the night, waiting for this announcement to come as to what the fate of First Republic Bank was going to be with the FDIC. And there were uh, bids being placed by other banks to kind of come take over First Republic all weekend. And it was more or less known that the FDIC would be putting the bank into receivership. And the announcement came uh, just as I got up at three o'clock in the morning that they were indeed putting it in receivership. Uh, the FDIC, and concurrently selling the uh, bank's assets and and ongoing concerns to J.P. Morgan. So essentially, all depositors uh, woke up this morning with the protection of J.P. Morgan, Um, all deposits backed there, Uh, 84 branches of First Republic Bank that uh, are in eight different states in total, became uh, J.P. Morgan, and the loans are now owned by them. The deposits are backed by them, and certainly there are losses that will be incurred, but uh, far, far less than if it had gone to uninsured depositors, and the FDIC will share in those losses with J.P. Morgan. So um, that sort of put an end to that systemic spread of that issue there. Now, there's still other banks out there getting their affairs in order, but This was a pretty large one. It's the second largest bank failure in American history. And ironically, both the first and second ended up going into the loving arms of J.P. Morgan. I, of course, refer with the first to Washington Mutual back in September of 2008. So the markets didn't have a huge response. They were reasonably flattish. I think most of this was kind of known, not the specifics, not the particulars, uh, but you recall the market was up seven, eight hundred points. Uh, m- more than that, actually, five fifty and two seventy, close to nine hundred points uh, between Thursday and Friday of last week. So really, the earnings season took over. What, what's going on with the markets? We know the Fed is raising rates a quarter point this week, or almost certainly is going to. Um, I think the futures market closed today at an eighty-nine percent implied probability of that quarter point rate hike coming. We knew of this banking drama going on and then the market's up a lot in the face of it. So you really were dealing with kind of a um, earnings driven response. The Dow ended up the month of April up two and a half percent. The S&P was up one and a half. The NASDAQ was up just kind of a pinch, a little flattish. Um, bonds were also pretty flat, but they rallied a lot the last couple of weeks of the month. They had been down in the first couple of weeks. Um, and in fact, yields today in the 10-year were up 13 basis points. So you had a little sell-off in bonds today. 
Um, top performing sector today was healthcare, up over half a point. Energy was down over 1%, was the worst. But I think the big story to watch at S&P is it's not a great story for index investors, is that divergence between the equal weight S&P and the cap weighted, where really you do have a very small number of companies holding that index together, a very different story um, than what you're seeing like in the Dow, for example, uh, which is which is in a much healthier state in terms of market performance. The um, FOMC, uh, the Federal Open Market Committee, starts their meetings tomorrow. They'll make their announcement Wednesday, followed by the famous Jerome Powell press conference. And we, of course, expect that quarter point hike, um, as we've been talking about for the last several weeks. Uh, the ISM manufacturing index did come in at 47.1. That's a six month in a row of contraction. Any number below 50 is contraction, above 50 is expansion. And while services, the ISM non-manufacturing has been positive, the manufacturing side has continued to be negative. You had 13 out of 18 sectors seeing contraction. Uh, against doomsdayism, so many negative things, so many difficult things, so many problems, both in the economy and in the culture. And I make the case all the time that we uh, believe it all represents doomsday to our own peril. Or to our, and we owe it really to a lack of understanding of history. One of the things that's interesting that doesn't get better because of the nature of what it is in the natural order of things is uh, sort of environmental, meteorological, hurricanes, tornadoes, earthquakes. You know, these aren't things that like starvation or famine have a technological cure necessarily. So you still have kind of the same amount of these natural disasters you had 100 years ago, yet deaths, mortalities, lethalities from those, the lethal uh, consequences of these natural disasters are down over 75%. Same amount of natural disasters, but deaths only being um, uh, not quite even 25% of what they were. Why is that? Obviously, the greater uh, resolve for planning, for better construction, for better technology, for better preparation, market forces creating better uh, circumstances before, during, and after to lead to a safer outcome, even in the midst of an equal level of natural horror. Um, it's a positive thing, friends. Take it for what you will. Uh, okay, I'm going to leave it there. I am running to a speaking engagement this evening here in Minneapolis. I am excited uh, to be out here, see some of you who are clients of our firm. I'm very excited that today was opening day in Austin, Texas, our brand new beautiful offices on the top floor of 823 Congress Avenue, just steps from the Capitol uh, building in downtown Austin. We uh, are so excited to have Robert Graham back uh, chairing that office effort and looking forward to serving uh, the great state of Texas for years to come. That's all I have for the update here from the Bonson Group in the D.C. today. Look forward to come back to you again tomorrow, Tuesday. Take care. The Bonson Group is a group of investment professionals registered with Hightower Securities, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC, and with Hightower Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. Securities are offered through Hightower Securities, LLC. Advisory services are offered through Hightower Advisors, LLC. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities. No investment process is free risk. There is no guarantee that the investment process or investment opportunities referenced herein will be profitable. 
Past performance is not indicative of current or future performance and is not a guarantee. The investment opportunities referenced herein may not be suitable for all investors. All data and information referenced herein are from sources believed to be reliable. Any opinions, news, research, analyses, prices, or other information contained in this research is provided as general market commentary and does not constitute investment advice. The Bonsa Group and Hightower shall not in any way be liable for claims and make no expressed or implied representations or warranties as to the accuracy or completeness of the data and other information, or for statements or errors contained in or omissions from the obtained data and information referenced herein. The data and information are provided as of the date referenced. Such data and information are subject to change without notice. This document was created for informational purposes only. The opinions expressed are solely those of the Bonson Group and do not represent those of Hightower Advisors LLC or any of its affiliates. Hightower Advisors do not provide tax or legal advice. This material was not intended or written to be used or presented to any entity as tax advice or tax information. Tax laws vary based on the client's individual circumstances and can change at any time without notice. Clients are urged to consult their tax or legal advisor for any related questions.